won't be able to open my video because the weather here and the net, my network is a bit not stable. Recording so in progress. So I don't want to mess up uh, our, our meeting. That's the first apology. The second apology is that we, we, we thought we will be done by, by 12, and 12 came, and uh, uh, we anticipated that it will be half past 12. Unfortunately, that was not, uh, that was beyond our control. So that's why we are, we are now starting at one o'clock. And my sincere apology. And, 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 and also apologizing on behalf of, of, of the staff and also apologizing to, to Advocate Bono and his team and that of the department. Uh, we're not going to waste any time because we are again going back at two o'clock. Can we, can we get the round call, Mr. Sakaza? Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Chair. Um, Chair, we've got a following members from What's the problem now? Am I not audible? Hello? No, you are you are audible now. Oh, sorry, Chair. Um, I was saying, Chair, we've got the following members. We've got Honorable Chair Dunjwa, Honorable Zuma, Honorable Nonsele, Honorable Begram, Honorable Kado, Honorable Hinana, and Honorable Mkonto um, Sofache. And from the support staff chair, I've got myself, Poshi uh, Antabeni, Sibong Seni Ngobo, Tebuho Mkwena, Sibongi Lemaputi. Thank you, Chair, from my side. No, thank you very much. From the department? Thank you, Chair, from the department. It's me, Temigosum Kalipi who is leading the delegation, and I uh, see Tebuho, our communication head, and Matapelo. Uh, I don't see anybody. If I've missed up anybody that I don't, I have not announced them. They can announce themselves, Chair. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, uh, Advocate Bono, your team. Uh, good, good, good afternoon. Um, to you, Chair, and the Honourable Members, and Mr. Mkalipi, I am alone from the ESC. I do see Asandam Gaga from the Office of the Director of the CCMA uh, on the participants. No, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, any other guests? There are names here that I'm not familiar with. Can they please introduce themselves? I don't understand why guests now, when we are on virtual, are very reluctant to introduce themselves. I see there's somebody from PMG, and he, he is not a, or she is not, not prepared to tell us, not unless it's his code or her code, and, and there's Zamangwev Moshani. I don't know whether that one is from the department. And uh, well, we welcome the
the TV and the parliamentary. And one of them says, these people were seen as being a, as being a, a ochrocratic, if that's the correct term. If somebody is told to introduce him or herself and he does not want to do that, we'll take, him, take her off of this. We are not playing here. We are as if we are in a committee sitting. It's just like a, it's a normal committee sitting. Safe to say that it is virtual. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Member. Honorable Members, today we are joined, uh, we, we, we requested, in fact, it's, it's a request from this, from this, uh, from this committee that is, is, is uh, called Essential Services Committee, which is led by, by, uh, by Advocate Bono. He is here to just take us through I don't want to say for noting, but I don't want to be seen as wanting to, to not people not to ask questions, but with an understanding that it is a beginning of a, 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 a very long process. It's not something that is very easy to deal with, but I want to thank him for being, a, for taking the initiative of just wanting to take us through as, as parliament, because we are in the half of our term. We, we have never been, been in fact, uh, exposed or taken through of what exactly is this essential services committee's uh, mandate and its focus. Without wasting any time, uh, Honorable Bono, I will hand over to you. Thank you. Um, thank you, Chair. I hope everybody can see my uh, screen. Um, Chair, we requested um, an, an engagement uh, just to deal with uh, two issues, and that's just compliance challenges with the ESC as well as uh, a one section which we had engaged other stakeholders in relation to the, the amendment thereof. And just as a means of a background uh, to, the, to the members, the ESC operational plan requires the ESC to engage stakeholders for legislative changes in order to strengthen essential services law. So as part of that, um, in the previous financial year, the ESC had identified two stakeholders, that being the ILO, as well as NETLEC, and for the current financial year, uh, the Department of Employment and Labor, as, as, well, as, as well as the, um, the Portfolio Committee. And um, essentially what we sought to do as the ESC was to have an engagement with uh, the named uh, stakeholders on what we thought could be done to strengthen the essential services uh, regime in the, in, in the country. And if, perhaps before I get to that slide, so we did, um, we went to NEDLEC last year, we had engagements, we had also spoken to the ILO to get a perspective of what other essential services regimes are and how do we fare uh, in comparison to that. 
Now, one of the two issues, which is an issue around compliance, um, we will, as we all know, Section 65.1D of the Labor Relations Act limits the right to strike for employees rendering essential services. Parallel to that is that before 2014, or with the amendments that came into effect in 2015, uh, Section 72, which gave the ESC the right to designate minimum services um, in, the, in the country, allows certain number of employees who traditionally did not have that right to strike because of the Section 65 limitation to now participate in a strike. But having had this section and having implemented it now for a period of about seven years, we have seen in these seven years a number of strikes, more particularly in the public service, in essential services, as, as well as um, in local government, in, 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 municip in municipalities. And we have seen that during these strikes, there's sometimes, and I, and I say sometimes because it's not always the case, there's sometimes a degree of non-compliance where employees who are supposed to uh, not to go on strike, but are supposed to ensure that the service continues whilst they're being a protected strike, don't do that, and they end up also participating in a, in a strike. Now, Section 71B, A and B, authorizes the ESC to do, to monitor and uh, to monitor the implementation and observance of ESC determinations, minimum service agreements and minimum services determinations. So what we do is that where there has been a strike in essential services, we invoke Section 70B1 and we go to the parties to understand why did they go on strike, albeit that they are in an essential, uh, in an essential service. And um, a number of root causes um, have, have uh, come out, out of these uh, en engagements. Uh, but what we have seen is that these root causes are sometimes, there are a variety. Some of them, uh, we've seen that there are no consequences in cases of unprotected strikes. Uh, we, we've seen this particularly in the public service. One would look at the issue of no work, no pay. Um, we've uh, seen that in some cases, it, that is also not implemented. We also have noted that there is a lack of buy-in um, on, on minimum service agreements, particularly in the, in, again, in, in, in the public sector. And that excludes, I must say, that excludes local government. Out of the 243 municipalities in this country, the ESC has in fact interacted with over 100 municipalities this far. And those municipalities are, have either con concluded minimum service agreement or we have determined the, the minimums that they are supposed to maintain. So whilst we're making good strides in local government, we um, having some difficulties in the public service. And, and this comes uh, you know, at a difficult time where you have wage negotiations at the PSCBC and uh, you know, we, we are a bit worried about it, uh, but it's one of the issues that is, um, is, is, is a challenge to us. 
as I indicated, we had engaged NEDLEC on the issue and we wanted to know, you know, what do other disciplines provide for and what, what is it that uh, they do? Because if people go on strike and they are in an essential service, it makes a nullity of the work that we do, although we don't have control over them. And, um, you know, and, and even where parties have an MSA and they don't comply with the numbers, it means that the minimum service agreement is just good on paper. However, the, you know, there's no compliance with such. And, and part of our recommendation has always been that there needs to be either from the current institutions, whether that's the CCMA or the, you know, or the Labor Court, but there needs to be some strengthening from the current institutions on how um, this matter could, could, could be dealt with. The, the second issue, Chair and Honourable Members, relates to Section 72, and I'm just going to give a brief summary before I deal with that. You would note that when you are in an essential service, your alternative to strike is what we call interest arbitrations. So if there's a wage dispute, and that wage dispute um, is not resolved, and you have to go out to take action, um, your alternative to strike is interest arbitrations. However, what we discovered was that uh, Section 72.5 um, uh, is, is a bit problematic uh, in that it requires parties to go for a ballot to even exercise this alternative, which is, um, which is interest arbitration. And uh, we thought that, you know, if the matter could be uh, dealt with it, then, you know, to make interest arbitrations more accessible to parties in essential, uh, in essential services. We all know the provisions of section 272.5, which provides that uh, despite subsection three and four, section 74, which is interest arbitrations, uh, applies to designated essential services in respect of which essential services has in respect of which the ESC, which is us, has ratified a minimum service agreement or has made a determination of minimum services in the uh, if the majority of the employees employed uh, in the essential service voted in a ballot in favor of this, and that this was the challenge that they have to first vote in order to access. Uh, interest arbitrations. Now, essentially, interest arbitrations is only applicable in cases where the parties vote for it, which we see as a hindrance uh, to it. And the, the first question, if they do vote, is always, you know, it, it depends on the outcome of the strike for the resolution of that, of that dispute. Now, this is a, an, an illustration of a minimum service agreement where currently the small circle in a strike. So if we say this is a hospital, just to make a, a practical example, you would have that inner circle, the one that is a, a pink uh, and the bigger circle, which is green, which represents the entire hospital and the smaller one, which represents the minimum service. Those are the number of employees who are supposed to continue rendering the essential service. Now, those employees, their outcome, as you would have seen, they are not picketing like the other ones. Their form of resolving their dispute is through interest arbitration. And we, we, what we uh, are putting forward is that 
in order to make that interest arbitration accessible to them and and appealing to them, we need to eliminate the bureaucracies uh, around that. But however, even the issue of balloting has its own challenges because we live in uh, workplaces which have multiple unions. So if we accept that in that hospital, there is Denosa and there is Nehau, for an example, and I'm not even going to name the others. And if there's a dispute on those essential services employees, part of the questions that have to be answered, which are not clear in reading section 72, is where is who ballots? So if this is a Nehau issue, is it only Nehau who ballot? And how do you work out the 50%? Because it must be majority. Uh, or if it is a, um, a Dinosa issue, it must only must it only be Dinosa that ballots? Or because they work together, all of them must ballot so that you can work the 50 plus one percent on on the you know on all of them uh, that ballot. So these are some of the challenges uh, that are faced that we face as the ESA and that we constantly have to try and assist parties um, in dealing with them. Now, as I, as I indicated, we've had engagements on, on, on the issues and with the Department of, Labor, of Employment and Labor. And uh, at some point last year, we were finished with a, a proposal. We understand the process uh, has not commenced yet. And we were pleasantly surprised to see that Section 72.5 um, and, and 6 have been deleted. Uh, however, Section 72.3 still remains and section 72.3 says that section 74 which is interest arbitrations is not applicable if you look at uh, section 72.3 subsection b it says it's not applicable Uh, interest arbitrations are still not applicable to those parties which we think that is is an omission is an omission and we've taken discussion with the department in this regard and uh, there is a degree of consensus uh, certainly between the ESC and the department that, you, you know, to attend to the matter. Uh, as I said, you know, we of the view that it was an omission, you can't delete five and leave three. And, and in those discussions, we, we have found one another. Having said that, I must just say that, you know, one would ask the question is, then why are we talking about this if we have found ourselves with the department? As I indicated, we had decided on the stakeholders to approach in the previous financial year already. And we thought that we need to be proactive and and come to this uh, honorable committee, portfolio committee, and so that people understand where do we come from with, with these ideas. And we certainly of the view that these issues will strengthen essential services law in that it will make interest arbitrations attractive to the people. As we stand currently, there are very few cases of interest arbitrations in essential services that go to the CCMA. And that is a concern for us because that is supposed to be the primary dispute resolution mechanism for essential services before looking at, uh, you know, engaging on on a strike. Where to from here? You know, we uh, seek assistance in ensuring that there's compliance, you know, with the prescripts of essential services law and also the correction of section 72.3. We think that it's something that will go through 
uh, with the process of enacting the amendments. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Honorable, sorry, Advocate Bono. Uh, honorable members, uh, there is the presentation uh, with, with an saying that uh, honorable members will be asking uh, questions of clarity. I've been informed that we are live on channel 408, so we are therefore requested to, when we speak, we show our, our faces. So that's why I have to ensure that I find a place which is then not going to disturb me. Uh, over to you, honorable members, for any questions. I will check the hands. I do have, Madam I will Chair, come my background. Honorable Begram, honorable Mkondo. And we will, I will then request that when there's a speaker uh, on the floor asking questions, other members, can they please mute their mics? That is going to start with me. So I've, I've seen only two hands for now. It's Honorable Begram and Honorable Mkondo. Over to you, Honorable Begram. Thank you, Madam Chair. Can you see me? I can see you with your business. Ah, thank, you. thank you, yes. Messy office, sorry about that. Uh, thank you very much for this um, report and for the outline and for some of the wishes uh, that we are hoping to see in the future from the essential services. I first of all want to thank the essential services for handling their cases um, efficiently and uh, actually superbly well. So thank you very much for that. And uh, I applaud Advocate Bono for the work that he's doing um, it really is essential work, and we need to strengthen their arm. Uh, the, the one issue I do have, and I, I'm expecting this in the future, I'm expecting to see a lot more uh, service delivery issues where staff of the various service delivery institutions will probably be joining the service delivery strikes. And I, I think we need to somehow convince the the Minister of Employment and Labour to invoke um, not only Section 150 of the Labour Relations Act, but a lot more of the powers of the Essential Services Commission and Committee. Um, and I don't know what you feel about it, but I, I, I suspect as times get tougher and as the municipalities get poorer, uh, that we're going to see more of that. And I think your Essential Services Commission is going to be coming to the fore where we need to work more closely, where the department needs to work more closely, both with you and the CCMA. So thank you very much for the report. Thank you, Honorable Pegram. Honorable Mukondo. Thanks very much, Chair. Uh, good morning to you, Chair and Honorable Members. Um, um, uh, colleagues and uh, Chair, thanks for the, we welcome the, the presentation. I have uh, one question, uh, two questions, uh, Chair. The, the first one, I, I, I can hear from the presentation, the, um, the focus is uh, uh, now on um, public, institutions. My question is, 
is 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 that um, the only uh, 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 sectors that uh, they are focusing on, or maybe it's just as that they will continue to go to the private sector. And then the last question, Chair, which is the second one, is who identifies these um, essential workers? Do they go to an institution and, and assist in identifying or they capacitate the institution to identify the essential workers themselves? And as to are, they, are these essential workers, um, are there any workshops for, for, for them or maybe in the future to understand as to why are they identified as essential uh, workers and uh, 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 that it is important for them to avail themselves um, even during whatever dispute uh, to execute their duties. Thanks very much, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Mkondo. Those were the only two hands. Those are the only two hands. Honorable Bono, over to you. Um, We'd also like to thank say. You. Yes. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you, Chair. And uh, thank you for the, the questions, Honorable Bakram. We, uh, your comments are in fact true, and we've already started uh, working closely with the CCMA. We, we always have been. I um, can even give you an example of an intervention that we're doing uh, together in, in the city of Cape Town, in fact, to, to try and ensure that the dispute resolution mechanism uh, in essential services is effective. And therefore, if it is effective, there are less strikes and there are less disputes. And part of the program that was initiated by the ESC and uh, uh, the, the, we're working closely with the CCMA and the CCMA is, is implementing uh, those programs uh, in, the, in the city of Cape Town. Only next week, there's a BWR that uh, a building workplace relations that is going to be done there. And we continue to work together in a number of uh, other workplaces to ensure that essential services uh, dispute resolution mechanisms are tied and that only uh, as the last option, you will see employees uh, getting involved in, in strikes, particularly in essential services. Um, to come to uh, Honorable Member Conto, yes, the, the focus is not necessarily on public. I was mentioning public uh, service as an example, but we do a lot of work in private sector. In fact, in the health sector, we've concluded a, a numerous minimum service agreements and we've done numerous minimum service determinations in uh, services that are rendered in the, pub, in, in the private health. Um, unfortunately, for public uh, service, we have to go through the, the PSCBC. The, the second issue is who identify uh, the workers. It is not the workers that are essential. It is the service. And, and uh, there are only two ways in this country that a service can be designated as an essential. One, it is through uh, legislation, for an example, SAPS, 
is designated as an essential service through the definition, which is in the Labor Relations Act. And also electoral services are designated as an essential service through the Electoral Act. The second or a, a way in which a service may be designated as an essential service is when we, as the ESC, designate such a service uh, following an investigation that we do. The last issue being workshops, yes, we do. Uh, we do a lot of and we with facilitations and we are there when they need assistance to explain to them what are their rights. You know, they begin at, at A and end at a particular point. And as I indicated, uh, some of these, uh, some of the assistance that we give to employees and employers, we do in collaboration with the CCMA. Thank you, Chair. No, thank you very much, uh, 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 Advocate Bono. And thank you very much, members, for questions that you have, you have asked with an understanding that this is quite a, it is quite an a, a empowering presentation, like all other presentations, but this is of, of very much uh, public interest, particularly within the space of, 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 of workers. And therefore, it's going to be important that uh, we, 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 you come closer to us, we come closer to you through the Department of Employment and Labor and CCMA. And as we move forward with these uh, amendments that you are proposing, and I, I, and I hope that as you will be consulting, you will really be consulting with everybody, in particular, the, 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 the labor uh, uh, space. I'm saying labor because at times people, when you talk about labor, they think that you are only referring to one federation, whereas we've got more than one federations. And it is therefore your responsibility to ensure that you do, you communicate with them, even those that are independent, some of the unions, it will be very important. And thank you very much. We, we, you will keep us abreast. Obviously, you, you are still going to come back uh, to us, where we'll then ask you pointed uh, and, and critical questions. Having said that, critical and crucial questions. Having said that, Honorable Bono, thank you very much for your initiative. And uh, yeah, I think we, we are done with your presentations. But Honorable Members, you must be aware that uh, we are not done with our committee work. We are now going to be dealing with our minutes and you are then uh, the department and Mr. Bono are free to leave. In fact, you are, you are released. Thank uh, you. Please, if you may leave us alone to do our housework. Thank you very much. Thank you, Chair. You will indicate, Mr. Sakaza, if all of them are, are, are gone so that we deal with our minutes. I will do so, Chair. Okay. Let, let me start sharing now the first minute. Please. They are gone, Chair. You can 
Künstler. Thank you, honorable members. There are the minutes of the 4th of May 2022, and I'm of the understanding that these minutes were shared to us. It was the consideration of the adoption of the draft report on budget, on our budget for 31. And the committee draft program. There is the attendance. There's the attendance. It's page one. Okay. Thank you, honorable members. Any comments, any corrections? None. Can we get a formal mover of the minutes of the 4th of May? Can we get a mover of the minutes of the 1st first, first of May? I'm Good afternoon. Good afternoon, honorable Zuma. Yes, good afternoon, uh, honorable members. Uh, I, uh, Smongile Zuma, I formally move the adoption of the minutes of the 4th uh, of May. I thank you. Thank you, honorable, uh, uh, honorable Zuma. Can we get a seconder? Okay. Um, thank you, Chairperson. Um, I'm Matthew Zomarans, Chairperson, here by second, uh, the adoption. Um, of the minutes uh, uh, that discussed budget 31 uh, on the 4th of May. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you very much, Honorable uh, Volmeras. Mr. Sakaza. There are the minutes of the 11th of May. where we consider the adoption of our report and also the draft minutes. There is the attendance register with apologies and absentees. Page one. <laughs> Whose dogs are these? Page two. Okay. Thank you very much. Any, any comments, any corrections? None. Then we get a formal mover of the, of the minutes of the 11th of May. Zuma, I formally move the adoption of the minutes of the 11th of May 2020. Thank you. Thank you. Can we get a second? Chairperson? Yes, I will not tell it. Yes, I will not tell it. 
uh, support the motion by Honorable uh, Zuma for the adoption of the minutes of the 11th of May. So I move. Thank you very much. Uh, Mr. Sakaza. Thank you. Those are the minutes of the 25th of May, 2022. Briefing by the Productivity SA in the Chevron Quarter and the Commission for Conciliation, Mediation and Arbitration, known as CMA. There is the attendance. Page one, page two, page Thank you, Mr. Sakaza. Any comments, any corrections? I'm asking this because we have been given these minutes. They uh, have been with us for more than three days. So, well, none. Can we get a formal mover? Chepesin. Uh, yes, I Spongile Zuma, I formally move the adoption of the minutes of the 25th of May 2022. I thank you. Thank you. Can you get a second? Unfortunately, I can't. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm Matis Formally support the motion by Honorable Zuma for the adoption of the minutes as submitted. So I move. Thank you. Last set. Thank you very much. The minutes of the 1st of June 2022. Briefing by Nedlec and Compensation Fund on their quarter two. There's the attendance register and apologies, absentees. Thank you. Can we get a formal mover? Hello, Chair. Honorable Chair. Honorable Volmanas. I'm Matthew Volmanas. Hereby move for the adoption of the minutes uh, of the 1st of June 
regarding the brief by the department, NETLEC, and the cons- compensation fund. Thanks, Thank Chair. you. Thank you, Honorable Member. Can we get a, a seconder? Honorable Chair. Thank you, Honorable Chair. I formally second the motion moved by Honorable Volmarans for the minutes held on my birthday, the 1st of June, oh. be adopted. Oh. So I moved. Thank you, Honorable Nonsele. So we are all happy belated to birthday. So uh, we are we are owing you a birthday present. Thank you very much, Honorable Members. Uh, Honorable Sakaza. I'm sorry, Mr. Sakaza. Okay, that was the last uh, minute. Yes. Okay. No, no, thank you very much, Honorable Members. Honorable Members, there's a very important announcement. As members are aware that tomorrow both groups are departing uh, to their respected areas of of deployment or visit in terms of the oversight, which is going to be Limpopo and Free State. We are leaving tomorrow. Just want to sensitize members that uh, if you don't, you have not in advance apologized and your apology is accepted, you are going to take full responsibility of all what has been the logistical preparations by the department, by the by of by parliament through the office of the house chair. Not unless it is an apology that is beyond your control. And that will also be be what should I say be weighed or tested by them. So please can we ensure that uh, we honor our our oversight visit on this important task that we were given by the House. But also secondly, is that in their respective groups, can we please be disciplined in terms of adhering to time of arrival in, 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 in transport, in areas where we are going to be, with those that I will be with them from labor, in the in, in free state, we will meet in free state tomorrow. I think we are sleeping in bloom. I don't know. I think Honorable Nonzele is in a team that is going to be led by Honorable Mandela, which is going to Limpopo. That that was just the, the announcement that I wanted to to make and make you, uh, Honorable Members, to be aware that there is there is that task that we are to, to, to ensure that we, we commit ourselves on as, as we were part of the, of, of, of the House that took that resolution. Having said that, our committee stand adjourned until we meet again. We can go for 50 minutes lunch. We're going back to binary at 2 o'clock. Good afternoon until we meet again. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Thank you to everyone.